Hello and welcome to the Much More Podcast, the podcast that aims to help you be more, to be able to reach your fullest potential and then to be able to give more in terms of that potential. I am your host, Mark Miller, and I'm excited to bring you this one. Let's get into it. to the Much More Podcast. I am so happy that you have tuned in. Just want to let you know that this podcast will be brought to you on a bi-weekly basis from here on out just so that I can uh, manage all the things that I need to, need to do effectively and uh, give my all and, and be my all that I can with, within the different aspects of my life. Being able to give more uh, to people around me because these podcasts I do take a lot of research and a, a lot of time that goes into it. And I just want to be effective in that. I don't want to feel the pressure of rushing through in it. I wanted to add value always. It's kind of interesting that I'm in this space because doing research for these podcasts and just my own general reading and discussing with people, a term came up about two, three weeks ago that I started looking into. It's related to burnout and it's called millennial burnout. But before we get on that, I want to talk about burnout because I'm hearing people around me saying that they're tired, that they're feeling this lack of motivation, that their tasks at work just seem paralyzing. There's this pessimistic view that they have about what they're doing. And I was quick to dismiss it as, yeah, it's just the end of year. This is how people become. And it's interesting because it is the end of year normally when it starts showing up, but these things are still very real. People do become tired and it is concerning. Self-preservation is so important during these times. And that's also why I've decided to do it bi-weekly is so that I can look after myself so that I can be effective in what I do. If you stretch yourself out too thin, eventually you're just going to tear. Burnout is a medical syndrome. It is defined as a chronic workplace stress that has not been successfully managed. And this is defined by the World Health Organization. It doesn't lead to anxiety disorders. It can lead to depression and demotivation. It is when work just becomes paralyzing that you feel that you're doing the same menial thing over and over and over again and your motivation starts dropping your sense of worth starts to drop and you feel as though you're not able to be fully present within your work you're not able to fully give of yourself to your work and it leads to emotional physical and mental exhaustion and it's caused by excessive and prolonged stress it's a mismanagement of yourself mismanagement of your time mismanagement of the own resources that you have and it can occur when you feel overwhelmed and emotionally drained and you're unable to meet the constant demands that is put on you. And as this keeps happening on a daily basis or weekly basis, you will start feeling those demands heavy and heavy on you and you will start becoming demotivated and your motivation will start lapsing. And this will also reduce your productivity, it will reduce your creativity, it will reduce the way that you work. And you'll become more cynical and resentful in your work environment. The effects of burnout is huge. It's important to be aware of this. We're going to speak about millennial burnout because this is something that is becoming more and more evident. (laughs) When discussing millennial burnout with people around me and even some baby boomers, they just just equated it to, uh, this is millennials who can't handle stress was dismissive is how it became is is looking at the fact that millennials has got this name millennial burnout because you haven't actually learned any resilience you do not know how to handle the stress of life you haven't been able to implement these things um it got me thinking 
and doing a little bit more research, but millennial burnout, the reason why it has a name is because it's affecting a large majority of millennials. However, the underlying causation of millennial burnout is affecting baby boomers as well. It's affecting the older generations as well, and it's also because of the society that we're in at the moment. It's interesting to note also that two-thirds of people in the workplace will have burnout at some point, which is alarming. That's 67% of people at work will eventually have burnout. And it makes me wonder, what are we doing to manage that? What are you doing to manage that? Are you aware of how you feel at work? Are you aware of how you feel maybe even at school? Are you aware of how you feel at university? Because this is not necessarily just a work as in like your nine to five job. These stresses also impact those at university and those at schools. The demands of children are getting a lot more and more. Kids don't go home at reasonable times. Being in education, I've, I've seen kids, you know, teenagers go to school and they're at school at by half past seven and they're still at school until sometimes 6 p.m. Those are really full days for anyone. Replacing this on teenagers and expecting them to to be fine and handle it and that we're preparing them for the real world but actually we, we're really equipping them for it uh, we're teaching them not how to manage themselves because all they have to manage is their workload that is and we're setting a dangerous precedent there and then again university students you've got the pressures of constantly having to be working on assignments doing research etc etc and then partaking in all the extracurricular activities as well um, and then also trying to manage your social life outside of that, try to be a lot more active because you don't necessarily see your friends all the time and it's different stresses there. And then for some people, they have to pay off student loans and still manage to study and work at the same time. You've constantly got to be on the go. Then your relationships start to suffer because of this. There's so much that starts impacting around you. And then there's also workplace environments. The work that we have to do for a lot of people is putting in that extra effort, going that extra mile, and that somehow there's always something that has to be done. And you feel the pressure of that. And it's the way that the world is being shaped. It's the way that we have designed how we look at the world. And it's quite sad because we're constantly feeling like enough is never enough. And this is what millennial burnout looks like. The reason why millennial burnout has become a, a phrase over the last couple of months or over the last year is because millennials are now setting themselves firmly within the workplace. The youngest millennial, I think, is 23, where the oldest is 38. That's the millennial gap. We're no longer teenagers anymore. I say that we are because I'm a millennial. We're no longer teenagers anymore. We have to be firmly in the workplace we have in part been responsible for the world that we created, but there's certain stresses that impact us. It's also impacting baby boomers. We feel that we need to be superheroes. And this is true for baby boomers as well as millennials. That there's always the next step, that the, there's always something to be done, that we can always put in that extra effort because we have all these resources at our disposal. We have all these things that we can do. And social media has designed it that we compare ourselves to people around us we look at people who are hardworking and we see the posts that they're posting and we think that they're hardworking every single day of every single minute. So we compare ourselves to that and we feel as though we need to be able to do that. We feel that we need to be able to just go, 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 that there is always something else you can do, that you can reach out and do this, that you should just put the effort that. And you see posts online where people say to you, well, if you're not happy with your nine to five, then you should be working from seven till one o'clock in the morning to get to where you need to go. And you get this pressure that maybe I need to do that every single day. 
being told that you don't really need to preserve yourself because you're not doing enough as is and you constantly feel a sense of burnout. The internet has given us so much opportunity and there's so much good that has come from it that more jobs are being created. There's all these different fields that are coming out that never used to exist 10 years ago even. These innovations has opened up so many doors and the competition has also opened up because of it. We used to have a lot more regional competitions 15, 20 years ago, 30 years ago. That has changed. <laughs> the competition has gone from being regional to global in almost every single field that we have. There's this underlying subconscious position that we need to be present within that and that we need to be able to compete on a global level. But it's because we, a lot of people have a scarcity mindset. So they don't have this abundance mindset when looking at it. We, we feel that we are always in competition. What is my competition doing? And look, competition is healthy, but your whole world has become the competition. You see it on Instagram where people are now designing personal brands. You are losing an element of your identity to create a personal brand where you are selling yourself as a brand. And look, that has its pros and cons and we can talk about that in another podcast maybe about personal brands because that is something that has also become rhetoric within the millennial workspace and work sphere that you are now advertising yourself. Social media has made you a billboard. And your identity can be lost in that and our identity can be lost in that. And baby boomers are feeling the effect of this too because they feel as though they are no longer in the race. They feel that oh, for some reason we cannot keep up, that there's just too much going on. And for baby boomers, they try to compete on this level but not understanding the technology and trying to study it. And that's why, again, new jobs are being created where they are millennials teaching teaching baby boomers how to do these things but again it's impacting baby boomers just as much as it is millennials is this competition that is out there is this always that there's always something to do that we should be moving on to the next thing that we should be constantly developing constantly learning constantly growing and yes you should be growing on a consistent level but it's okay to take a break it's okay to breathe you have time and the way that the world has been designed is that we get told how we should be living what we should be doing how we should be saving our money what we should be investing in we get told that we're complaining and nagging but this is also having an impact there's a lot that hasn't been that hasn't happened and each generation has had its pitfalls but millennial burnout is something that is almost cross-generational it's just affecting a large portion of millennials as millennials are now the core of the workforce gen x's are still going to be around but baby boomers are slowly going into retirement and staying at home and having to deal with financial pressures that are there but there is this whole effect of the world and what we're living in that has created this sense of burnout can feel stress, insomnia, self-doubt, cynicism, and as though you're in a void. This is what it feels like having a linear burnout. And you ask yourself, how can I possibly succeed when there are not enough resources left for me? There'll be this emotional exhaustion, a feeling of dissatisfaction, inadequacy, and also anger, and maybe physical pain, or constant feelings of unwellness. There's this subconscious pressure that is being placed on us to be able to work and constantly work. We feel as though we are not making it through. The end of the year allows us to feel like we've missed accomplishments as well. Um, and this will just magnify the sense of burnout that we're feeling or people that may, may be feeling. The holiday season as well at the end of the year can also cause a lot of stresses and, and it adds to this 
having to meet deadlines plus the deadlines of the holiday season, having to maybe go out of pocket because you want to show your loved ones how much you love them, but please don't do that. If you can't afford certain things, don't pay for it. Do what you are comfortable doing with. We have forgotten what self-preservation is and actually to rest. And I think one of the first ways to start dealing with burnout as a millennial and as um, Gen Xs and even some Gen Zs going into the workforce or dealing with university stresses and even baby boomers is to identify what stresses you. You've got to be able to name the omen to deal with it. If it's work, what about work? What tasks stress you? What do you do after you've completed that task? Do you celebrate it or are you like, oh, there's always going to be another one? How many tasks do you make yourself do a day? Do you try to fit in all that you can or do you manage the tasks effectively? Where do you use your energy? What is it going to? You've also got to accept that the situation is the way that it is. And accepting it allows you to deal with it and move forward to where you want to go. Take moments of recharge. Brendan Burchard says that you should work in 45 to 50 minute spurts and then take 10 minutes or 15 minutes breaks in between throughout your day. Look, obviously some work doesn't allow you to do this. There's elements that have to deal with within that and, and different confides, but what are you doing when you get home? Are you allowing yourself space to rest or do you go straight into cooking and then back into working because you feel like that's what you need to do? Also know that the season will pass, that the burnout does not last forever, that what you're doing doesn't last forever and that you have an element of control. And that's the next part. What is in your locus of control? Is it in a circle of concern bracket in terms of you should be concerned about this or is it a circle of influence? Can you directly influence the situation? Do you need to maybe speak to people around you? And that's one of the other points in dealing with burnout is speak to people, get the right community around you. And that's why burnout is so dangerous or, or having to fill your time up with too much is because you're not allowing yourself to build effective relationships. We are getting more and more acquaintances rather than deep friendships. Work on that. Spend time on that. Be patient with yourself and be gentle with yourself. Be kind to yourself. These are things that you can also do to deal with a burnout. Realize that it's okay to take a break, even if it is two or three weeks. Even if it is just focusing on your 95 rather than what you're doing after hours. Are you spreading yourself too thin because you feel like you should be accomplishing things according to somebody else's standards? Be aware not to give up, just let go, let go of the stress that you're feeling. Let go of wanting to be in control of things that you can't be in control of. Focus on what you can control. Let go of pressures that other people put on you. And you've got to identify what that is. Where are you getting your pressure from? Maybe get off social media for a while if you need a detox from that. And that's something that has been also been coming up a lot more is detoxing from social media. You may just need to do that. Get outside of that pressure identify what you're trying to hold on to as well what is it that you're trying to hold on to what is it that you're trying to create why are you trying to create it and this goes back to what i've been saying is identify your why this can help you stay motivated but bring yourself back to the center of that realign yourself to what it is you really want and be patient with yourself to get there we live in a world that tells us that we can have everything now everything should be convenient but in terms of creating a life that you want it doesn't happen now. It takes time. And warrant yourself that time. Persistence doesn't always mean every day. Persistence means a general routine of creating what you want to create. 
embrace your vulnerability is the last point that I want to speak about. Realize that you are vulnerable. Realize that you need to take care of yourself. That you may not be the superior you think you are. And that's okay too. Allow yourself to be vulnerable with yourself and people around you. Embrace vulnerability. Embrace your insecurities. Because you'll know how to work with it then. Don't let the end of the year come to a point where you just feel like you can't take it anymore. Learn to manage yourself. Give yourself moments of rest. You may want to schedule in your rest and that's okay, but do that. Take a break. So I don't know if you're a millennial listening to this or if you're a Generation Z or if you're a baby boomer or Generation X, whoever you are. Burnout is something that affects a lot of people and may be impacting you. Be aware of it. Be gentle with yourself in the process. Be kind to yourself. Take moments of recharge and realize that you can give more and be so much more by looking after yourself. And sometimes saying, I need to take a break, is the correct reaction. Take care. Bye.